0: this thing on statutory disclaimer and opening statement the the destroyer show is for iguanas only tail whip and claw your pet humans until they leave the room before listening the show is not intended for lesser sorts of creatures like humans any other mammals birds frogs fish snakes slugs or geckos geckos you just can't seem to get rid of them you know how come they didn't get wiped out in the big asteroid? How come all the dinosaurs got wiped out, but the goddamn geckos remained? <laughs> Anyways, are they all good now? Alright, then we can begin. Howdy, you're listening to the Zomo the Destroyer Show-up podcast by an iguana for iguanas, talking about important iguana stuff and issues. I am your host, Zomo Genius deity incarnate etc you should know me from this podcast because it's episode 215 but also i was in a comic there was a comic i used to appear in zoma the destroyer if not well i well if you don't know who i am why you're listening to the show but in any case shame on you but you can catch yourself up at my website zomaladestroyer.com well No show last week because Technical Support Monkey damn near burned her house down on Friday. And Iggy went over there on Saturday to hang out, but the whole place was stinky from smoke and also drafty. Because the damn chimp had all the windows open to let the smoke stink out, but she didn't turn the heat on to uh, make up for it. Ugh. Then it wasn't even the worst of it. No, no, no. It gets much worse. No, you see, that chimp bitch
1: was trying to blame the sun god for catching her curtains on fire yeah like the sun it like okay so there's this like buddha snow globe but it didn't have like snow it had like gold glitter in it anyways i had it on like my windowsill and then like the sun came through it and it was like you know like when kids burn ants with like magnifying glasses it did the same thing to like my curtains so they caught on fire you take that back right now you ungrateful bitch well, I'm just saying that the sun is like the sun burned the curtains. How dare you blame the sun god for
0: your stupidity. Bad monkey. No. And it, went, it didn't bother with rolling up any damn newspaper. Man, she seems to be immune to those anyways. No, 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 no. Her insulting the sun god that was worthy of skipping straight to using her iPhone charger as a whip. And even though it was a frigid 19 degrees Celsius outside, ooh, freezing. Iguana still chased her out into the garden, yelling, Bad Monkey! And whipping the rotten chimp's calves, demanding that she repent her sins of complaining about the sun. Naturally, Technical Support Monkey is a goddamn heathen, and she refused to repent. And then she phoned Georgie to come fetch Iggy, and then Georgie suspended Iguana's TV privileges for yet another week. And of course, Iguana... Obviously, had to shun Technical Support Monkey for a full week for her impudence. And also, her impudence, of course, is clearly the cause of it being cold and rainy, despite it now being well into June. (sighs) God damn it. Anyway, before all that, apparently Technical Support Monkey's brother will be returning from Mexico any day now. But when Iguana asked Chimpat how much of Iguana's money he's collected from my deadbeat loser cousins in Mexico, Chimpat well, told me not to get my hopes up. So someone's getting an ass whooping next week. And best of all, you know, he's stuck here at, well, Technical Support Monkey's house in the spare bedroom for a 14-day quarantine so he can't escape it. <laughs> he will have to answer for why he didn't go collecting iguana's outstanding debts like he told his goddamn sister to tell him to do for Iggy while he was down there. Chimpat also doesn't seem to think he's learned anything valuable whilst in Mexico. You know, like how to run a drug cartel and thereby take over the local government via bribery and terrorism, or how to commit Aztec-style human sacrifices to the sun god in order to placate him and finally bring on some good sunny weather and heat to stupid frozen Canada. In other news related to technical support monkey, Iguana was reading her diary the other week, Prior, you know, before I had to shun her. It turns out she's looking to become a jazz singer or some such crap. Which is awesome, because Jeff from Ohio was going on and on the other day on the phone about how he usually goes to some sort of jazz festival whatever every year, but, you know, the communists canceled it because of the flu or whatever. It's not happening this year he didn't get to go last year or some such crap. Naturally, he was thrilled when Iguana phoned him back and told him of Chimpet's growing interest in jazz, albeit when Iggy asked about a growing increase in the matchmaker fee... Jeff only said he'd think about it. Mm. Anyway, Suigi so said about coaching Chimpette about jazz. Again, this is all before Gwen ahead to shun her for offending the sun god who was merely trying to warm her house up with the whole fire thing because Lord knows she's too cheap to set the thermostat to 84 instead of 69. Of course, that chimp bitch is all like,
1: uh, wait, What do
0: you know about jazz, Samo?" Iguana knows all sorts of things. It's part of being a professional anthropologist. Whatever. Okay, so the first thing you need to learn about jazz, Chimpy, is you're going to need a proper jazz dress to wear. Uh,
1: I'm pretty sure the first thing to learn is scales. (sighs) Chimpy, they're called sequins. No, like music scales? Yes,
0: sequins on your proper jazz dress that you'll wear while making music. Make sure it slid up to your hoo ha in the front. And it needs to be very low cut on top, so, you know, like, so your mammal bits just about fall out when you lie down on top of the piano. That's how you get man monkeys to come see you sing. Technical support monkey, of course, wouldn't listen to reason. She just rolled her eyes. Eh, that was about the time Millie popped by for a visit, and she and Chimpat started blathering about real estate and the like. You know, the usual. Oh, <whistles> You know, the fucking annoying chimp noises. God! I thought I was trying to have a nap. But they kept on and on and on, and they were talking about prices and bubbles, and I don't know what the hell bubbles have to do with real estate, but I guess they blow some while they're, I don't know, real estating or something. I don't know. Anyway, Chimpette thought that she could be able to sell the house for something like $700,000. But would she share any of that loot with Iguana? No, 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 of course not. And she wonders why Iguana whip her with her iPhone charger when she gets extra uppity. Anyways, Millie, for her part, announced that she and Mr. Heidel had decided to buy another house here in the county in Chan Valley, and they're going to pool their money to buy it together and rent out for extra money. She also wouldn't share any of the loot from that extra money with Iggy. Mm. An Iguana sister? to what's the point of getting all that extra dough and rent money if you're not going to share with your Iguana friend? Millie, of course, being a selfish chimp bitch, she didn't have an answer for that because she's a selfish chimp bitch who never thinks about others. In other rental news, so I mentioned before Millie's, Used to live in a tiny house out in the backyard at Georgie and Pierre's place where I live. And then when she moved in with Mr. Heidel, she sold that to Georgie. It's still parked there. And, you know, Iguana keep trying to tell Georgie that she and Pierre need to move into the tiny home so Iguana can have the big main house all to itself. Georgie, of course, won't listen to reason. Instead, Georgie and Pierre are renting the tiny house out for extra money. They won't share that extra loot with Iguana either. Speaking of that, which, you know, Millie didn't share a damn thing with Iguana when she sold the house to Georgie either. Bitch. (sighs) Anyway, so, renting it out. There's a new tenant, obviously, at Georgie's, well, now it's Georgie's tiny house. And that is one of Georgie's deadbeat loser artist friends. This one is named Kelsey. She doesn't seem to have a job, as near as Iguana can tell. Well, you know, it's kind of normal for Georgie's deadbeat loser artist friends. And Georgie's also a deadbeat loser artist. You know, uh, I'll say this much for Kelsey. She's at least a competent chimp when it comes to drawing. Or at least she drew a cartoon of Iggy that actually kind of looks like me. It's a lot more than one can say about Georgie's art, which looks, looks like someone knocked over some open paint cans onto a canvas that was lying on the ground next to them. Anyways, the other thing about Kelsey that I'm less thrilled with is uh, she has purple hair. I'm going to take that as a bad sign. Anyways, you know, when I was talking to Jeff about jazz, well, rather, Jeff was talking about jazz and Iguana was just trying to get it. Steer him back to the whole issue of the matchmaker fee and uh, how it needs to be raised. But anyways, Iguana did complain about Georgie and Kelsey. And, you know, Jeff confirmed that she chimps with weird rainbow hair colors are quote unquote fucked in the head. Although Jeff did add on that sometimes they can be, how did he put it, pretty good in bed in a bunny boiler sort of way. I have no idea what that means exactly. But you know what, as long as I want to get the bunny fur for a new winter coat, I really don't care what they do with the rest of the bunny. Go ahead, boil it, chop it into pieces. Feed it to alligators. I really don't care, but I want the fur. Anyways, Um, want also asked him, what about red hair? Now, Jeff's response was that he preferred blondes, but he said, uh, what was he said about red? He said if the carpet matches the drapes, he's interested. The problem is, of course, technical support monkey. She does have red hair, even though Iguana's told her not to dye it that color anymore, but she keeps doing it. But, anyways, yes, so she's got the red hair, but nothing in her house matches anything, let alone any of the carpets and the curtains. I mean, the curtains don't even match each other, and some of those windows have like three sets of curtains on them. I don't know what the hell for, and none of them match. The carpets don't match anything either. They don't even match the wall colors, although Lord knows in some cases you don't want to match the wall colors because she picked terrible wall colors. Except for in the dining room. The dining room's okay because that one's lime green. Anyways, point is, after I talked to um, Jeff, the next day, Iguana was over at Technical Support Monkey's house. And I said to her, Jeff says you need new curtains and rugs, Chimpy. I don't give a shit with your dumb friends. That's about my house. He says that it's important for the rugs and curtains to match, Chimpy. Uh, Zamo. So, here in the dining room, I want to think we ought to keep these dark green curtains, although, they, you know, like, they'd be better if they were lime green, but they're green, so uh, good enough for now. But you need to get rid of these blue and white rugs and get some green rugs instead. Oh, that's not what he meant, Zamo. Sure it is. He says he's only interested in redheads like you if you know how to color coordinate. I don't think he meant rugs and curtains, Zamo. He specifically said so, Chimpy. Okay, no, but like... uh... Carpets, rugs, drapes, curtains, they all have to match. It's a euphemism, Zomo. Yes, Chimpy, what he meant was that chimps with bad taste suck. And you have bad taste, but that's okay because Iguana gonna help you pick out better rugs and curtains. And that way, Jeff will be impressed. And he'll wife you up, and Iguana's going to get that matchmaker fee.
1: Okay, yeah, he was talking
0: about hair color. Yes, Chimpy, he did say that redheads in particular have bad taste in interior design. Anyways, Chimpy wasn't listening. She kept trying to deny what Jeff had said. I mean, it was very clear what he meant, But Iggy just kept going around her house making notes and instructing her on what she should keep and what she needed to get rid of. Like in her living room, frankly, everything in her living room she needs to get rid of. But she especially needs to dispose of both the curtains and the rugs because it all sucks. And she also needs to get rid of that red velvet chaise and get a green velvet chaise. And then, of course, there's her stupid pink office, which, you know, she actually does have a decent set of curtains. She does have a green set of curtains in there. She also has a yellow set of curtains and a pink and white rug. And the pink color is an abomination against God. Cool Support Monkey, of course, also doesn't want to listen to reason with that. I like the pink. It's like Barbie. Yeah, Barbie. Yeah, about that. Um, <laughs> I've mentioned before that her house is overrun with Barbies, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but aside from that, you know, maybe, just maybe, we'll just, we'll come back to the issue of the office that's Barbie Pink. But in terms of upstairs, maybe, just maybe, the sun god torched her curtains in the upstairs hallway later. You know, this was all a couple days before the uh, incident with the fire. Maybe the sun god torched her curtains because they were ugly and gray. You know, gray, the color of the sky in Canada most of the frickin' year. The color that the sky is whenever she offends the sun god. Which is often, apparently. You know, anyways, I just think the sun god was trying to help by getting rid of the ugly gray curtains. But the ungrateful bitch just complained like she always does. (laughs) Anyways, back to her stupid Barbie pink office. Whilst arguing with Chimpy in her office, Iguana noticed that she now has a red-headed Barbie that looks a lot like her. Told her to stop dyeing her hair red, and then just one of the blonde Barbies would be her mascot. But now she found a red-headed one that looks just like her. And she placed the red-headed Barbie sitting in the lap of her... You know, I mentioned before, she's got that uh, man Barbie doll. It's like Squeaky Simon the time he forgot to sing the Reflex on the YouTube concert. She assists, uh, it's not Squeaky Simon, but it obviously is. Anyways, so she put the red-headed Barbie sitting in the lap of Squeaky Simon man Barbie. Iguana sister Chimpat, Iguana told you to use the boho bimbo blonde Barbie to represent you, not a red-headed one. Whatever, I found one that, like, looks like me. It told you to stop dyeing your hair red. If you would listen to me, then it wouldn't look like you. I happen to like my hair red. This is why Jeff said that you have bad taste in curtains and drapes and rugs and stuff. and we need to fix it, and the first stop is you need to stop dyeing your hair red. Whatever. Furthermore... Iguana thought you said you don't want to screw Squeaky Simon Man Barbie. (sighs) Whatever, I just put the dolls wherever there's space. But red-headed Barbie is sitting on Squeaky Simon Man Barbie's lap. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. So anyways, Iguana grabbed the red-headed Barbie and the squeaky Simon Man Barbie, and I followed Ed around the house, making red-headed Barbie and squeaky Simon Man Barbie have inane discussions to annoy the hell out of technical support Mikey, when she was trying to write her... I don't know what the hell she was trying to write, a movie script or something, I don't know. I suppose it can't be any worse than any of the crap that Hollywood puts out currently, although as I pointed out to her, she didn't seem all that interested in... My helpful suggestions that she write an- yet another Godzilla movie. One where Godzilla succeeds in exterminating the human race. You know, a feel good movie, but apparently not. She's writing a romantic comedy instead. Ugh. Anyways, so, in the interest of annoying technical support, Monkey, like I said, I had a doll in each hand and I was making them talk. Oh, Squeaky
1: Simon, can I borrow your credit card to go shoe shopping? Sure thing, toots. I'll tell the accountant to put it under the hooker expenses. Samo, <sighs> okay, I don't talk like that, first of all. And also, I haven't even, like, gone shoe shopping in almost a year. Thanks, Squeaky Simon. I haven't been shoe shopping in almost a year. Right-o, bimbo. Come here and give your Squeaky Simon a smoochie. Stop it, Samo. You're being annoying. Simon, what kind of shoes should I buy with your credit card? The slutty kind, lovey. <sighs> oh my God, Zomo, I have my own credit card when I want to buy shoes. Oh, Simon, I bought six pairs of overpriced Jimmy Choo shoes. How can I ever repay you? You know how, bimbo, smoochy smoochy. <laughs> it is
0: so good. I kept it up and I made... The two dolls, kind of like, well, you, they can't really kiss, but you know, they rub their faces together and all this. And technical smart monkey's getting so mad. <laughs> she just scowled as Iggy laughed and laughed and went on and on, making Squeaky Simon Man Barbie doll and redheaded Barbie make out and talk about shopping and, anyways, until I guess at some point she'd had enough and she snatched the two Barbies away and she put the ran upstairs, put them back up on top of her desk. They once again put red-headed Barbie sitting in Squeaky Simon Man Barbie's lap. But, you know, she insists she's uh, <laughs> not interested in Squeaky Simon. Uh, <laughs> and she also kept insisting yet again that Squeaky Simon Man Barbie doll isn't actually supposed to be Squeaky Simon, even though he looks just like him. But, you know, Iguana wasn't listening because it was time for a nap and Iguana just told her to shut up. <laughs> On the plus side, you know, Iguana did find a Barbie dress when I was snooping through all her Barbie crap. That was an appropriate example of the sort of jazz dress Chimpy needs. Okay, see, Chimpy, here's the kind of dress you need for singing jazz, but only in your size, right? You see how it slid up to the hoo-ha on the bottom, and then from the top it slid down to the belly button? That's what Jeff says you need to wear. Technical support monkey, of course, refused to listen to reason yet again. And she also hit her phone, so Iguana couldn't just go on the Amazon app and order her a proper jazz dress. Well, you know, some people just don't want to be helped, I guess. <sighs> Chimps, man. Yeah. Anyways. So, <sighs> I'm going to have yet another nap. So that's it for this week's show. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Just search for Zemo the Destroyer. If your pet monkey snoops your iTunes, you whip their calves with their iPhone charging cables. And then you go to my website, zamolitistrayer.com, and you can grab individual episodes there, stream it, whatever. Anyways, probably I'll talk at you eggs next week unless Technical Support Monkey has given me yet another reason to shun her. But I'll be over there lots as soon as I hear her brother's in town, cause I gotta do some ass whipping over the fact they didn't collect any of my debts for me. Anyways, talk at you eggs next week. Bye.